Yeah, I know big. Ali, I see the body, the more if we go. What is that from again? Hey, <laughs> know easy, Ada. <laughs> Never born life. Oh, we're be easy, Ada. Why do you know the. Obi-Wan Rolly, Obi-Wan Rolly, Obi-Wan Rolly. Fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking heard. I'm giving up the slain name. It's a choice for me. Y'all can't cut out the voice in me. Y'all can't cut out the nerd in me. Y'all can't put my anatomy. Y'all can't cut out the hairy. I don't care how you carry it. Don't stop. Let it be very business habit. Uh, as you all know, that you know, I don't just do unheard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody thought this was your primary focus, exactly. my G. Not one person thought this. <laughs> nobody. Nobody Nobody heard you on the podcast and was like, damn, Chance is giving this his Yo, own. He gives he it no his life. Anything else. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I'm a, um, I have two jobs. I'm a, um, I'm part uh, podcaster, part American businessman. So I got some things handled <laughs> in the business world today that I'm proud of. But uh, Naga Chance. How you, how, you, how you guys feeling? How y'all feeling? Me and Taj both have an exam tomorrow, so I mean, I feel like we're ain't indifferent. feeling too good. It's night before exam day. Yeah, we have mm. geology exams tomorrow. The time you're listening to this, if you've heard this geology. podcast, y'all worried about the geology podcast, exam? You can un- have you, bro? Come on, bro. <laughs> what is? It? I don't. That's I still don't understand what geology I, is. Like, I haven't learned about a single rock. <laughs> I mean, I told you, y'all not to take that dumbass um, elective. Chance has been off of Twitter, even though we've been trying to get him back on. Taj also off of Twitter, so that leads me to don't do be all brand of our data collection man. for the. Yeah, for the I week. watched. I watched that move that Netflix doc, the Social Dilemma. I just deleted all social media like that night, and I don't know when I'll be back. So I might never be. I deleted social media for personal reasons. Um, it's just not feed my 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 brain as a businessman, you know, but. Um. Yeah, stay off that social media shit. Just every week, fuck everything else. Make sure you got Spotify and Apple Apple Podcast downloaded. That way you <laughs> listen to us every week. Fuck everything else. Fuck social media. We are your news source. All right. As your news source, as your news source, we're coming in with information on the music wars. We've got music war correspondent dash good music correspondent dash Kanye West fanboy Vance Thomas. With the latest inside news on the music wars, break it down for us, Vance. So, um, last time we were here, we were talking about Kanye's uh, <clears throat> rant on Twitter, talking about the music industry wanting to own back masters. We, I think, we did a little breakdown of what masters were and how his plan, what his plan was to gain ownership. So this week he laid out a bunch of guidelines for what his new redesigned. Um, music industry would be basically saying that artists own a lot more of the copyright um that artists need a lot more transparency from labels basically was saying that like we need to completely eliminate the need for lawyers in music saying that like these contracts need to be easier to read as a lot of lawyers their job is really just to read the contract because language is so difficult um so yeah there's just been a lot of discourse kind of going off of all these new rules that kanye um was proposing for the music industry and just leaving a lot of people to ask questions about 
whether or not a, a record label should be somewhere I aspire to be as an artist or should I continue to do things independently. Um, I saw this one post asking if you're the new art or the signed artist continuously says that they wish they could get out of their deal um, so that they could show the world what they could do. Um, and the unsigned artist is usually begging to get into a record deal so that they can grow and show the world what they can do. And I saw a lot of people arguing on Twitter over which scenario would be the better one, um, thinking business-wise. But I thought that was interesting. Um, did you guys see the rant at all? I did see the rant. I didn't. I agreed and like disagree. I agree with like I think he laid out seven points. I agree with six of them. Then there was one that was like he said he wanted the split to be 80-20 in favor of the artist. And I was just like, that's not happening. <laughs> like, that's just an unfair split. Like, and based on like how things are right now, there's no way you're gonna go from having all the power to basically doing a complete reverse of the power. But the other six points I agree with. No, yeah, I feel like there's no way like just twenty percent split this like doesn't even look right off rip, just like on paper, because you think <laughs> A record label is a business. Like they have to make money. Exactly. Their whole purpose is to make money. So like, why would they just take a completely worse split for like the love of the art? Um, but yeah, I mean, I hope I hope he can get this done. Uh, he was tweeting about your goat Birdman, Master P, saying that uh, he wants to talk to them because they've always understood how to stay independent which i thought was hilarious like how can you talk about labels <laughs> screwing over artists and then you point to birdman as like an inspiration <laughs> of what you want the music industry to look like like he didn't just fuck wayne the entire last 15 20 years but um what do you guys think i mean i know you guys aren't too deep into the music side of things but do you think if you were an unsigned music artist podcast. i'm offended do you think that as an artist, you would want to sign with the label and have them assist you in exchange for creative freedom and uh, financial stuff? Or would you do you think you would want to stay independent? It's a little bit more work, but you get full ownership, um, full creativity, full freedom. I mean, um, speaking from a business standpoint, <laughs> when you assess the issue at hand, I think it's important to realize that no two situations are ever the same, right? So uh, we talk about this a lot. Business, there's, a, there's a, such a thing called leverage, right? So it's not... It, <laughs> listen to me. This man swear be throwing out the most sophisticated vocabulary. <laughs> so <laughs> what's important to remember is like when you get... When, when two parties uh, engage in business, right? Let's say do a joint venture. Check out that episode, by the way. But... um. You know, it's all about leverage. You know, if, if you're working with the record company, you want to work out a deal that's favorable for you just as much as they want to work out a deal that's favorable for them. So I think you can engage in business with record companies. You can uh, it can be very beneficial. Take an artist like Drake, who doesn't have to do anything but request a budget, make some music. And he know he's getting paid handsome dollars, uh, you know, because the record labels can handle everything else. Are you willing to do your own marketing, do your own promotion? Uh, do your own press runs. Like, are you willing to put in all that work? And if you are, stay independent and see see how it works. If not, get a smart lawyer, right? Get somebody you trust. Read the fucking contract, and you 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 determine whether or not 
you know that is that if that deal is favorable enough for you, you know what I mean? It's not. I, I feel like it's not rocket science, you know. Like, Chance Moore is king of not just be, answering a question while answering a just, question. Just, just, just be smart. You know what I mean? Like if you're smart, if you're calculated, right? You got access to social media and the internet, nigga. Like. Do your own research. Like, <laughs> do you, figure do out. You like, even, hey. Do you even remember the question that Vance asked? There's no way he asked it. He, there's no way. There's no way. He just wants to be a music lawyer. Exactly. No, no, no. What I think, this is what I think. I think that if you, I think there's benefit to both. You can benefit solo, just like, right? Some people are entrepreneurs and some people want to work for a company. The people who work for a company know they might be worth more. Uh, if they if they work for themselves, but that requires a startup investment. That requires a lot of dirty work, hard work, and there's nothing saying that you you will make it right. Versus you fuck with a company, right? And they might not pay you as much as you would make independently. But how they gonna do that when they doing a bunch of the other work for you? All you gotta do is show up and and, and do what they tell you to do, and you get a nice handsome check. When you an entrepreneur, when you going solo, you really gotta figure that shit out on your own. And there's nothing saying you gonna make it. But if you if you got faith. Um, and whatever God you believe in, in yourself, just do that shit. That's me. <laughs> All right. All right thanks for the not answer, Taj. Would exactly. you? Would Bro you went sign? For three would minutes you? and did not <laughs> say a sign. That's um, me. I would like to think that if I was like a music and artist, that I would trust in my own talent enough to be independent. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, how much do you trust in your talent, and like, how patient are you? Um, I feel like I would then choose the independent route. But if I, I could also understand like, like we're gonna talk about Tekka later. Like an artist like Little Tekka, like I got one. I'm just about to sign. Get these exactly. Deals, blah blah blah. Like I'm gonna do that. Like I know this isn't for me. Music might not be for me for the long run, but I'll get right. this bag while I can. But if I'm an artist like another artist, we'll talk about later. Like Brent. Like I know like my. Now I can't talk can. about Brent. <laughs> If I'm an this artist man, like Brent yeah. and I know I can build a like a loyal fan base off my talent alone and I don't need like playlists or like major media outlets talking about me, then Gimmicks. yeah, I will stay independent. Are Listen you really to that. You hear show? how I I feel like LeBron. I feel like you know they say LeBron always makes his teammates better just by his IQ for the game. Like I feel like I'm really seeing my young my youth right now grow industry savvy right now. It's beautiful. Chance could sign up, he could write a record contract right now. Man, most definitely. Just, you know, just follow me on the LinkedIn. That's all you gotta do. You know, uh, send me, a, send me a, uh, what's it called? Connect. You have to connect with Chance. <laughs> yeah, connect with me. Just if I don't know you, just send me a message. Let me know where you found me, and this I'm, I'm happy to connect. connect. <laughs> <laughs> Bro got a total of ten connections, and he's stingy with he said, I'm not connecting <laughs> back with you. Sorry, Shorty. I'm, happy, I'm, I'm definitely happy to connect, but for real, y'all. Um, All right. I mean, from one, we'll go from one war to another war. Let's do it. DJ Academics, the brave media soul he is, is fighting another artist. This time it's Quavo um, on an episode of Everyday Struggle, which I don't know how it's still like airing. Wait, wait, wait. What? With no Joe Budden? <laughs> yeah, on an episode of Everyday Struggle, um, there was a segment on like, are the Migos falling off? Academics basically said yes, and he's meanwhile doing so. He called Saweetie trash. Uh, Quavo's, um, I guess somehow he <laughs> tuned into Everyday Struggle, <laughs> and he said um, he basically told Academics he'll pull up, play the music for him, fight him, and stop calling his girl trash. To which Academics agreed and said, "Let's make it happen." So that fight's coming soon. 
Did Quavo want to fight I mean, before or after he troll. played him the music? <laughs> Probably during. Right, that would be my guess. <laughs> Beating up academics while you play the new Culture <laughs> 8 album? Boy. That must sound <laughs> wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, academics man. is such a troll, man. I mean, you don't really want to pull up on no Quavo, but he might and it might be a, a whole event. So, I'm just going to ask the, the elephant in the room, address the elephant in the room. Do Do we think this is like... At this point, is academic a, a, a branch of promo? Like, again, like the shit I was saying with Dirk and 6 9 a couple weeks ago about how claiming that they're not promoting the album is implicitly promoting the album. Like, do you think that academics calling Quavo irrelevant and then Quavo responding by saying, like, I'm going to fight you? Like, I feel like that almost proves that Quavo is irrelevant. It's like, why? We should never be talking about you in this type of fashion i feel like that's just a bad I'm, sign I'm just, um, like we're not talking about brent fighting academics we're not talking about we weren't talking about pop smoke fighting academics like we're not talking about anybody on top of the game wearing yeah the fact academics. that the fact that everyday struggle content even made it on quavo's radar that's what i'm like saying concerning <laughs> like uh you should be doing better things than listening to everyday struggle without joe budden like and you know when probably wasn't their name he probably on got twitter edit, though you probably got like added. artists search their own name on Twitter just to respond to niggas who slander them. That's why I feel like Quavo. But come on, y'all, y'all could probably look this up and you know a few hundred people probably added him in like a quote tweet or something. Like you know the clip made Twitter. I saw the clip oh, on my. I saw the like whole episode scroll to my YouTube. It had sixty thousand people like watching it. Don't lie, which isn't he was crazy. Watching. I, he I was watching. Everybody struggle since twenty seventeen. <laughs> Taj was tapped in. He was tapped in for real. But I do think but, um, I do think what Vance said that academics is like a promo piece. I do think that's true because like I applied for some like music position, and in the requirements it was like knowledgeable of hip hop databases such as DJ Academics, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh no, that's sick. My application. That's sick. That's sick. <laughs> they basically that's looking sick. for who can fake the culture. You know what I mean? Like that's that's that's, that's a lot sick. of what hip hop is today. But we ain't gonna get into that. Um, I just want to plug something right quick. A quick little ad. Brought to you by um, Unheard Consulting. Uh, if, you, if you're in the business world, whether you're a producer, rapper, whatever, just come talk to us. We'll give you uh, law consulting. We'll give you uh, music promotion, music management. Uh, Chance is lying to you. Do not contact us. Um, <laughs> we don't even have office hours. Like, we're never as well, open. <laughs> as, well as, as well as uh Taj Mayfield. He can write press releases. He can uh, manage your image. I won't. And uh, just me. Chill, I chill. Don't tell him about our contract. PG Lang. Don't well, tell about come our, to me, uh, Chance Morris Consulting, American businessman. Come see me. Moving on. Um, oh yeah, there was also like a semi-viral before. tweet based off this whole like Migos thing. Somebody said, "Are we ready to admit that Ray Sherman has a better discography than Amigos?" I've been saying it for years. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it for years. I think it's fact. I'll stand. I'll die on this hill. Shrimp Life Two is, is a very very good album. Shrimp Life Cap. One, no skips. Cap. They've got two very, very good albums. Cap. Two very good albums, like insanely good albums. And Shrimp Life Three, um, Sway Lee's section was pretty good. The rest was fam. Sway Lee's section fam. was pretty good. That forty-two Whoa. record with with uh, and then the record Chanel with Pharrell. I mean, come on, bro. If we're gonna be honest no. in consistency, no, no. Ray Shomer was doing that shit before Migos. No Flex Zone was no. way well. I don't know. Nope. Bad and no. Bougie definitely was the biggest song out of 
both Versace groups. Versace was but... before. Nope. Nope. I still think No Flex Zone was bigger than Versace. Nope. Yeah, but Versace was before No Flex Zone. No, you're right. It don't you're right, matter. Right. Migos is, is hood legends. Um, they was a part of that initial wave of, uh, uh, not initial wave, but kind of like that rebirth of Atlanta. Uh, you're not going to do that. I could argue that Ray Strummer helped re- jump off that rebirth than more than, than Migos did. Given Cap. Cap. Ray Strummer was Cap. backed by Mike Will, which is like the most industry <sighs> nigga you could be backed by. But like nah, Mike, Mike Will, not even relevant. He just as irrelevant as the Migos. So that's cap. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. I'm pretty sure he just made a beat on like the Conway album or something like that. But whatever. Um, I feel like my Ray point Schrummer, is this. I feel like Ray Schremer was doing way more for the Atlanta scene. Like, it, like of course not the same Atlanta just scene, but bro. Agree. They made strip club anthems at the time when strip club anthems were the thing. Bands would make her dance. Like, that whole time period, Ray Strummer was on top. Like, on top. That's why I just feel like... I do think it's way closer than niggas want to admit. Like, I Ray feel Schrummer like it's a lot of recency like standing bias. standing still for like 30 seconds for some random ass video. Call it what you <laughs> want. The mannequin challenge. The mannequin challenge. Like, we he had niggas standing like, still. Can you... Did Ray Strummer have a better project than Culture? I mean, Shrum Life, Shrum Life One, Shrum Life One is com- no. Shrum Life One is com- is comparable. No, Bro. no. Can we read? Can- no, you can't Taj, just can say no. Do a- can we, Taj? <laughs> no. Can we do a quick? Can no we do without a- saying your point? <laughs> Taj, can you pull up the uh, Culture One track list, please? I'll pull it up. I'll do you the favor. I got iTunes. All right, then let's culture. read. Let's please read this down one by one because I'm telling I'm you a, that just, Shrum just, Life is a. I'm just gonna tell you what I know. I'm just gonna give you the facts. You can take them or leave them. Uh, we got lit. Li- okay, no. T-shirt. Start from the very. Start from the top. I, I was just going. I was just going to name the hits, but we got culture, Khaled. We got T-shirt. Come on now. That was a banger. Call casting. That was okay. Bad and bougie. I mean, it's played out, but that was a hit. Banger. Get Continue. right with you. That's a banger. Slippery. That's a banger. Big on big. That's a banger. What's the price? Banger. Brown paper bag. Skip. Dead. Come on, man. We're not going to talk about it. All ass. That was skip for me. Kelly Price or Travis. Okay, but on, that was a cool record. This, this is Come the, on, man. Culture is, nine, nine, culture is a, nine, culture is a great album, but what? Nine out of three second best album. The, nine the tweet out of was discography. But it don't matter. You got The tweet nine said, what's the better discography? So then listen. Give me so one then one listen. <laughs> so listen. Okay. The Shrum Life one track list. You have Unlock the Swag. No Flex Zone. Then My Ex. Then This Could Be Us. Come get her. Up like Trump. Throw some mo featuring Nicki Minaj. No type. Like, come on, bro. Those are nah, all it it, top they don't have five bangers, they bro. Don't have as many. Come, somebody they come don't get have her. As many. Throw some mo. They don't have and <laughs> this could be us. Where the craziest they got records. Like, they got like six. Whereas culture literally dominated music for like a two year span. All right, this Migos, is has, so Migos has one for project a very, very long time. Ray Sherman has more. No, this, this is so culture, false. I can't believe you're saying this. Culture was so relevant at the time. It was so relevant. That is crazy. Now, did they have and hits on you Ray know Sherman? What's, Ray Sherman you definitely know had huge hits. But you know, I could argue that Ray Sherman had a bigger 2016 than Migos did. Like, even 2017. Yeah, I mean, they had the Mannequin Challenge. Okay, but is that your favorite song? Like, bro, they had Black Beatles. Culture came out in 2017. Yeah. Nah. 
Damn. Uh, well, I'm Summer, just about to say because they had they had Black Beatles had a better had a better discography than Migos. We just not gonna do it. You didn't. I'm, How, you, you didn't argue. You haven't. Migos you haven't. All right. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Look at my dad. Uh, needed with young boy. Antidote. <laughs> Are you it's using like, that? Are you needed with young boy? Dancing and wealthy. Wishy washy. Versace. Chinatown. Hannah Montana. Band. You did not just name Wishy washy like it's an all time hit. Wishy washy is not I a good see, song this is, at all. This is, why, this is why we can't. We Migos shouldn't even have, be talking about this. Migos have fifteen to twenty bona fide like just non denial hits. When it I don't even on, believe you anymore because you just named Wishy washy. That's but what that I'm saying. Your your credibility is shot, 15. my G. I gave you 15. You started with you "Look at My Dad." You said "Wishy Washy." Nine come out culture alone. Seven to nine come out culture alone. Whereas Ray Shummer got the hits, but outside of that, they've been you know they've been a, there's a lot of mediocrity. That's so uh, wild. You can you're you can argue the exact same thing from Migos, but but we don't have to right. go on. The we'll we'll we, do a we poll on Instagram. Anybody got an unheard artist, or do I have to go? Um, I do have an unheard artist. Take it away, um, So I'm going to play this artist from Philly, I think. Um, his name is Beautiful Man, except man is spelled M-V-N. So it's like Beautiful M-V-N. Uh, this is a single he just dropped called Head Held High. These niggas, I don't know why they hand for They go right to the BS on the internet, they support. They like, I can't help a nigga when they get that land. But they rather go by that Gucci John, huh? What, what was the date? 9 18, uh, 2020, Friday. Um, I must admit, uh, I mean, the man is not missed, man. If I must be honest, if I must come on here and, and just speak the truth, speak the gospel. Um, Ren is the chosen one, bro. I've been saying this for a very long time, uh, for over four years now. I've been telling people that. I hate uh, niggas like Chance. This is the next man up. This is the chosen one. Uh, and, I mean, I haven't been proven wrong yet. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but Brennan's bringing, he's bringing a different flavor. He's bringing something that uh, we ain't really seen before. Uh, he's not really coming on here and giving us the same thing over and over like some other artists who will not go name. BT is their initials, but he's not giving us the same thing over and over again. <laughs> You and before I deleted Twitter, you and Twitter one. did this. When Brent dropped this single, instead of just praising Brent, niggas no, decided, immediately. I'm going to attack Bryson Tiller. Like, what the they fuck said his discography, Brent? Like, Brent has because not touched anything close to Don't or like close to that no, whole Trap Soul album. No, this is where you're wrong, Vance. This is where you're wrong. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it, it down for you. Right. And I'm gonna tell you. Let's finish. Let's finish the single review wrong. first. Let's finish the single review. We're gonna first. finish the single review. We can we can get into this Brent Bryce and Tiller argument. All right. All I like chance. Long, if y'all I like chance. To. I don't have to. But I'm gonna finish the interview. To. I'm gonna finish the interview. What interview? The, the who, song, you, who you interview? I'm gonna finish the review. The song, man. He just the man hasn't missed yo. So I'm excited for this new project that he got coming out. I'm just always to say the in-depth review you had to ask. I want to. He hasn't missed. I mean, I don't know what to say, y'all. Like, when, why when you put you on a Brent song, reviews. you know what you're getting. <laughs> but go ahead. Get your review on my man. All right. Unlike Chance, I don't have to tear down another talented black man to big up a talented That's black man. That's what I'm saying. Man. Crazy. I, I, I agree. I've said this since 
the last project. I think Brent is the Giannis of this whole R and B shit. Once cap. he finds, once he nope, nope, no. Nope, How's this nope, cap? I have a published nope, review that says nope, <laughs> the nope, exact same words. No, 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 nope, nah. We're not gonna do it. I have we're a published review from the last project that says these I exact words. Man, Wait, you're saying we're switching Vance sides? Thomas. What? Vance Thomas. First episode, what I told this man. Don't switch sides. I told this man from the very first episode. I don't think he ever said anything bad exactly. about Brent. I, I probably said these man, exact same words on his first episode. Don't switch sides. I told him. <laughs> well, you, I think you did because your article was I out I told him that. don't do exactly. that. I told him. But go ahead. Continue. This man really called Cap on published facts. All right. I said um, Brent was like the Giannis of R&B, whereas like Giannis, when he get a jump shot, it's over. I said when Brent gets some like charismatic production, it's over. This track had charismatic exactly production. It was a great yeah. track. Um, yeah, I think if he can continue with this wave of like production that draws me in, then I agree with Chance. He is the chosen one. If he gives me some of that like super sleepy stripped shit and just relies on his lyrics, I don't know. He might stay in that Giannis realm. Yeah, man. I'm to be honest. I know I was just a little woke talking about tearing down black men, but I'm gonna have to do it again. I feel like this, 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 you know, I keep bringing up weekly this whole idea of voids in music and how this whole theory that voids are just filled and opened in music, which allow lanes for new artists to come in. And man, I must say that Frank Ocean void starting to look a little full when it comes to Bryson. What just thinking doing? about those no drums, no, dr- I mean, cause I don't know. I heard about, I heard the SoundCloud leak of the single first before the actual song and that version had no drums on it and i was like man this does sound better than some frank ocean right now like it's Talk really about yeah the first you send me that version without the drums i'll send you it's just the same song and there's no drums like that shit's really on some like damn really just thinking but like yeah i feel like brent is starting to fill a void that i mean he had this before like these real somber songs with not heavy production but like um, I feel like that void is getting filled or Brent's just doing a better job at satisfying my interest in that, in that sound, you know, cause before that last album, it had, um, what was the one song that had like kind of the Island tropical vibes I was talking about. And I thought he was going to go in that lane. Cause I said he was taking that lane from party. And now I see this dead man walking. I feel like he's taking some of Frank's lane. It's like, shit, boy. Brent's gonna have like I think, Brent, I, think I think he in a lane of his own. I don't think he in that Frank lane. I think I'm not think, saying he's think, in their lane. I'm just saying I think he he's just coming, he's taking their fans. Like I, I could see party fans like yourself going and standing Brent because I'm sure. Well, I don't know. You've been a Brent stand, but I'm sure at some point party was your favorite nigga over Brent, and now it's just like complete. I mean, football. I ain't gonna lie, man. Dude, dude is just different, yo. Like. I, I, I just can't I can't praise him enough, man. Do music hard. Like what makes you gotta him admit he's in indep- he's independent too, right? What makes him different? Yeah, he's independent. I mean that's that's one thing that makes him different is just the fact that you know Definitely. it's all authentic. Ain't no like label shit. Ain't no manufacturing going on. Ain't no analytics. It's like really the music. I mean, I'm you sure know? analytics it's like are really playing a part. <laughs> I mean analytics <laughs> no, as far as like it ain't like we only gonna make this type of sound because this is what our artists like the most, which is what happening with a lot of labels, which is why you get albums that sound like they re- like they were the same album because they're trying to manufacture a sound. But 
I think that's important. And then secondly, just just being different, uh, you know, like <laughs> like really trying, like not relying so much on like this trap drum sound, like this mesh between hip hop and R&B that has like taken over, uh, like music. Uh, it's just it's just different. Like like even I'm I hate to do this, and it's not because they women or nothing, but this is just the easiest example I could think of. Summer Walker and the Scissor are both hard artists, but in a way, they're kind of in the same lane, if that makes sense. No, no, like, no I completely kinda, disagree. I mean, I mean, they kind of do a lot of. I mean, I think I feel like this is the same the shit other, you're doing with Brent and Tiller. No, I'm not. I think you're classifying. I think I think you're classifying them as if in, as if they're in the left, same lane and they're not at we, all. Tiller not even in the rear view. Tiller has been left on side the road. Okay, no, no. And now he's trying to start the car back. Your time is done. He's trying to start the car back up. Your time is done. That's just my opinion, though. I think he's been left on the side of the road. He's trying to start the car back. Up. So wait, so. I'm confused. I feel like Brent and and Tiller don't even make remotely the same type of R&B. Nowhere near. So I don't. Even, that's like that's what people that's hear. Brent it's like comparing No Name and that's Cardi. What I'm saying. Brent drove past Bryson for me. Like Bryson broke down and Brent just drove right past him. They're not. But on that's the what same I'm street. saying. They're not. <laughs> they're and they're on not on the same street. Streets. I mean, Brent on the highway and then Bryson was left behind. Um, he was he, he was left behind before he was able to get on the overpass. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, we don't have to we don't have to get into this conversation. Bryson Tiller talking about a trap soul to the a trap soul deluxe, which is exactly the thing I was afraid of. The fact well, he's that got a project. He's trying to ride now. the fact that Bryson is trying to ride a five year old wave is absolutely insane to me. This, this uh, is what happened when you, you look need at to do things from just new. a hater perspective. It's I'm such a hater perspective. Such a hater. No, such a if hater. you look at if you look at it from an objective perspective, you would see that this is a rollout for Bryson's new project. He's building off that old project, getting that Bro, cloud. Light skin, to light skin chance. We don't need to bring. This man why was do you have to singing. Bring up what you did right. in the past. Why can't you just give us some? Because everybody, right, so you've been going everybody for, loves. You've it's just been a good going for chance. three, but that album we loved it because it was in the past. Right? So chance. I don't want to see. I don't want to see my favorite childhood movie remade because I'm not going to love it. I, I can't wait. I'm gonna. I can't. I, I'm so special, glad you're saying this. It nah, holds a special place. It's in hypocrisy my heart because time. I've already seen it's a, the movie. It it's hypocrisy back a time. Thing, right? I'm not gonna. I'm, I don't. I don't need to watch okay. it, especially if it's not a good sequel. So if Taj, it's a great Taj, sequel, or if it's a great remake, I want to watch it. Taj, Bryson, how do you feel about Lil don't Wayne? Give me no how you feel? So how do you feel about Lil Wayne telling everybody this week? Yo, I got another version of the Carter Five that y'all haven't heard. And I'm I gonna drop it. it this week as the deluxe. Are you gonna kill Wayne the same way, saying that people don't give it, a fuck Wayne. about old music? I don't music? want it. I don't give a fuck about your Carter Five reloaded, Wayne. I don't want it. But it's not the same thing as Bryson. Okay. Wayne. Okay, is hold up, hold up, hold up. No, no, this no, no, be, no, no, this no, is no, more no, no. the same thing. Wayne this would be more the same thing. Legend with 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 tens of albums that are classics. Wayne has five, six, seven, eight classics. Bryson Tiller has one good project, and the last thing we remember him by was that garbage ass. What was it called? True to self. Yo, this True is insane. Self. That this garbage is the worst ass project. <laughs> That's what we have to remember you by. So you going out sad, right? And look, if you come on here and this shit fire, I'm wrong, and I'm gonna. Yeah, we're that. never getting you're a Bryson Tiller interview. Gonna say that. You're not gonna say okay. that. We're never getting. Well, y'all, you're gonna gonna you can mark this moment. You could write it down on a sticky note. Not I can't wait until Bryce's album low key shits on Brent single, but whatever. No negative. This Bryson album, I'm gonna give y'all my prediction. Mediocre. 
Mediocre. I'm just gonna tell y'all the truth. I'm gonna tell y'all. Did, did you listen to Bryson can make Bryson single? Did you listen to his single that he just dropped? And the one he the one he dropped with the fucking uh, a minute and a half sample of somebody no, else. Song, nigga, no, he dropped, he dropped a second single. Dropped. Always forever. That was that sounded like a real song and it was pretty good. It's a good song. Well, I I'll give it a listen. But Bryson, like I said, he was left <laughs> on side to reload. He 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 didn't flash his lights enough. I ain't seen him. I was too busy in Brent call. Wait, pause. So, yeah, big <laughs> pause, big pause, whatever. <laughs> I was, I, I was I busy I was... in Brett's car. That's sick. <laughs> but... <laughs> All right, that was good. Oh, All right, let's move on. Uh, yeah, look, we don't have to have. So a let's talk about. Person. Are we talking? We want to. We want to get to the other young nigga. We dropped this week, Baby Keem, my goat. Yeah, Taj's this was goat. goddamn Taj's chosen one. I don't know why. Talking about he don't sound like nobody else. He doesn't. Cap. No, he is the chosen one. Cap. I've been saying this. Cap. These singles were. What does he sound like? These singles were cool at best. I think he. No, I know who he sounds like, but he doesn't. In a, I think he, he sounds, sounds like, like Made niggas. in Tokyo. He sounds like Made in Tokyo mixed with Playboy Cardi, but he just has his own style in a way to where it works. And like. His writing is way better than both of those niggas, so that's why I think he stands apart. But I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not on him like y'all is. But I mean, it was. You hear the new records? You heard the records? He's not the chosen one though. Yeah, I did. He's not the chosen one though. Not yet. I don't know, man. He's got Snow Allegra. He's got Snow Allegra posting his music on her story, and that's That's my girl. And Snow could post him. He's nice. I didn't say he wasn't nice. Snow is my girl. You already. If Brent posts him, is Uh, it Brent posting? Will he be the chosen one? No, I think Brent is the chosen one. So, okay, I think just like I, just like <laughs> it's like on that, just like on that other side, I think I think Snow is the chosen one, but maybe crazy not, hot take. That's, um, a, that's a hot take. That's so did you hear the singles? Did you hear the singles? Sons and Critics freestyle and Hooligan. Wait, 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 wait. He sounded like you know who he reminds me of. Take K a little bit. That's like because I was trying to think. I was trying to think. Might have the worst ear. <laughs> Worst no, comparative no, 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 ear no, no. music. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I I'm not gonna lie. Nah, like, I see it a little no, bit, just in terms of no, the he, energy. But he's like, uh, he's like, no, bro. I'm, I'm telling you. I I wish you the way they emphasize the way they emphasize words, I definitely can. That's what I I'm saying. See what you, know what, saying. you know what I'm talking about. Taj don't want to admit it because he thinks he's I don't, the chosen no, one. I don't hear and he's gonna like be mad when he's wrong. I've listened to no. I don't like TK that much. I'm talking about you only comparison. for your records. You want to get Diana for for my backaches? I like. I kind of understand what Chance is saying. Just because they both emphasize the words. <laughs> Hell yeah! I, I mean, a, it's definitely that's what made TK pop. Hooligan, hooligan sounds like somebody else. Like I can't quite. It sounds like a little I bit think of it's Kendrick. Hey, I think it's uh, I think it might sound like somebody that I had as one of the best albums to come out last year. It's not like it sounds like a Roddy Rich song at all, does it? Does it? I was I heard Roddy when I first heard it. I still feel like Keem did it as justice, but just that piano or whatever that sound was. It sounded like that um tiptoe record with A Boogie. I don't know if you remember that. The Roddy Rich A Boogie record. Yeah, um, even when it sounds, we get sounds incredible. It sounds it sounds like it sounds a lot like that, but um I love the song. I low key think it's a hit. Like I think this will be Baby Keem's first song in the top twenty, in the top fifteen. Um I see a lot of people posting it, but for some reason, I feel like 
the numbers aren't matching up. Like on YouTube, I saw it only had like 60,000 views after the first night. And then Drake's the video has like half like, a million right now. Oh, it does now? Yeah, it has like half a million, which is like... I, that's I still like kind of nothing. More than his normal videos. His normal videos does like oh, no. in the tens of thousands. No, he's definitely been up, up. Um, this has got to be his biggest release, but still like Drake... I mean, Drake's a bad comparison, but still, Drake did like three million in one night off of uh, that Justin Bieber pop yeah, that's star a terrible video. Comparison. <laughs> but it's just still like you would expect Baby Keem. I mean, the way niggas this were nigga posting Baby industry Keem, back Drake. I would say industry back Keem, bro. He has Snow Allegra posting his music, and the fact that you're and only who is doing she? most motherfuckers don't know about her. are chosen. You're chosen one. What do you mean? What do you mean? She's a I chosen one, like, but people don't always know who the chosen one is. You know what Nigga, I mean? Snow Allegra is literally the most popular, like, new R&B artist. What are you saying? <laughs> Everybody thinks she had a top album. Um, but yeah, I just feel like yeah. Keem's, like, numbers, it's that shit a lot of people were saying about Young Thug for years, where it's like, his fans and stands will post him all day, and then his album won't oh, sell more than 50, 60 I thought you was about just to compare feel like, nigga musical talent to Thug, and I was about to. No, go. no, no, no. Just how that's what I'm saying. Remember when everybody like 2017, beautiful Thugger Girls came out, and it sold like 50, 40k first week, and people were like, "How do Thug fans claim that he's arguably yeah, the top of this generation, and nobody is streaming his music?" Um, I I could see Keem being the next version of that, but at the same time, like Drake is posting pictures of Baby Keem songs, like. He said he I mean, had Keem's I think album was his favorite if, last year. I think it depends if like Keem decides to like cash in his industry card, which he hasn't done yet. Like I don't think he's had a single feature on any of his projects or any of nope, his tracks. Not a yet. single, not a single so, feature ever. Like what <laughs> what pushed Thug over was when like he did like that single like Senorita or some shit with that chick, and then he went on the Post Malone tour. Like Thug punched in his industry card, then he sold a hundred thousand. He went from like selling thirty thousand to a hundred thousand. So if Keem like punches in his industry card and is like Drake, let me do a feature, Kendrick, cousin, let me do a feature, like then I can definitely see Keem making that jump. But so I have a theory. Taj, I have a theory. Oh, go ahead. I just I would just while you was on the subject, I was I was just interested. What makes Baby Keem the chosen one? I said it last podcast. He he brings just a different energy. Like you disagree, you scoffed when Vance said the Young Thug thing, but. It's not, they're not the same, but mm. it's the it's the same feeling of like, the feeling. you don't know what's about to happen on this track. Like the it, at any moment, some random like hook or some random saying can just get stuck in your head all day. Like that's the same way I feel with Thug and that's the same way I feel with Keem. For me personally, he had a top five yeah, album last year. He had a top five album last year and he, the nigga's like 19 years old, 18 years old. So I feel like just off I the strength of that. Not as strong, but. Much respect to Baby King. You got to do a re-listen to Die For My Bitch, because that album is really wild. Um, but my theory my theory was that I feel like, fuck, what was my theory? Now I forgot my theory. It was based off- Oh, yeah. I feel like it. about in terms of industry cards being um, cashed in or whatever, I feel like- his card has been slightly being been cashed in for the couple last couple years. Uh, I had this. I was tweeted out that um, a lot of Kendrick Lamar's newer sounds, like on Damn and stuff like that, were pretty much derived from Baby Keem. I feel like, um, and this isn't. I feel like a far fetched theory, considering Baby Keem's written for Kendrick and they're they're 
uh, related um, in terms of family. But I feel like Kendrick's just like humble. Humble sounds a lot like a Baby Keem song if you go back and listen in 2020. And I just feel like Kendrick has slowly been warming up the public to Baby Keem's sound so that when Baby Keem does pop out on the scene like he did last year, so many fans are already hit like they don't even know they've been exposed to his music already if that makes sense like i feel like it was low-key some genius shit if that's what they planned to happen because kendrick really had the baby keem flow on the biggest song one of the biggest songs of that year and then you have baby keem coming out three years later under a label that's just like with kendrick lamar i just feel like i feel like his card hasn't been checked cashed in but at the same time he has had a lot of industry support I just don't know, like, I don't think their fans, like Kendrick's fans and Keem's potential fans, I don't think they overlap enough for that, like, your theory to work. Like, I don't see Kendrick fans hopping on and being like, oh, shit, this sounds like Kendrick going down. I'm going to be a Keem fan. Like, Kendrick fans don't like the shit Keem talks about. So I don't think the sound is going to, like, make that much of a difference. Now, do you think we'll get a new Kendrick album with the with those type of sounds again? Because I feel like at that point it would be like, all right, like oh, we definitely Keem. I would bet money that Keem is featured on this Kendrick album that's coming in the fourth quarter. Because that leak that you sent, I, that shit has been scraped from the internet. I cannot find that shit <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah, for I can't real. find that shit. Damn. So I would bet money that Keem is about to be featured on whatever Kendrick's about to do. Things probably gonna take off from there. But let's get unheard artist. Uh, this is my unheard artist. I heard about him off the um, I think Brian or whoever, somebody in OVO's camp. They did like a mixtape on SoundCloud, and he was the first song. It was hard, but I couldn't find that song, and I just found the artist as a whole, and he was a pretty hard artist. His name is Smiley, um, from Toronto, I guess, and this is his track. Uh, let's go with Warner. My niggas do him like they had to leave him like that. She didn't see it like that And it's like, bitch, I don't see her like that He in the chat, I know it be like that I could never be like niggas, I don't see like that I had to save up for the days, it's gonna rain like that I don't want a bitch, I gotta trade her back I got the keys to the city, where the mirror at? Virgo World projected to sell 40k first week His last album, We Love You Tekka, did 68k first week um, he's got an Uzi feature on here, some other features I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, did y'all get a chance to listen to it? You like it? Thoughts, opinions? I listen to it. I'm not going to kill an 18-year-old, so I just want to preface that by saying none of this is hate at all. But Tekka just sounds like every SoundCloud nigga I know that like rapped in high school or raps now or like raps period, but with like an industry backing. Um, I don't really hear what's special about Tekka in any way. Um, Who said something special not, about Tekka, though? I had several niggas a, text a me couple saying people. this new Tekka is hard. And, I, and I, that's the only reason I listen to it. These niggas deaf. Like, niggas <laughs> went out of their way to hit me up about this Tekka album. That's when I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was about to be something crazy, but it's nothing crazy. It's not trash. It's nothing crazy. It's the same argument I had for Nav where it's like, Okay, it just sounds like the herd. I've, I've had this opinion about Tekka since he came to USC to perform. Um, he came and he looked like he just didn't want to be on stage, that he didn't want to be in rap music anymore. 
uh and that kind of just that was that's the image i've had on him ever since and i feel like a lot of that translates to this album um it just doesn't sound like he's i mean again like taj said he's 18 i'm not really trying to kill dude but it doesn't sound like he's really trying to branch off from the very first sound that got him popping you know i think he's going through like the baby syndrome right now or like that flow is never getting switched up like ever ever um I think the Uzi song could have been way better. Um, I'm sure some people listening know that 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 song has been leaked for at least two, three, maybe three years now. Um, A lot of people thought it was going to be on Eternal Take, and it ended up on this Tekka album with a new Uzi verse that was significantly worse and Lil Tekka (laughs) moaning for the first hour, minute and a half. Um, So yeah, that disappointed me. Maybe I'll have to give it another listen, maybe a different environment. Um, I'm not sure. Like I said, we're still not outside in California, Corona busting, so I'm not might not be in the right space to listen to this tech album. Oh no. I just didn't want to set myself up for failure. I knew if I listened to this project, that's exactly what I would be doing. So I just saved myself the headache, saved myself the hour of my time. Thanks, man. I, I've had a great week as a result of it. So, Man, <laughs> put the Brent Fiaz song on repeat. The one where it just straight loops the one song. I mean, I feel like that's a better use <laughs> of an hour as opposed to listening to an album. No, I'm a hate. Like, why am I going to listen to an album? No, I'm going to hate. It's almost why like would I do it to myself? It's almost like you're one third of a music podcast that reviews <laughs> albums. I'm sorry. If it's garbage, if it's garbage, I don't care about it. I'm not gonna listen. If I if I if I know it's garbage, if it's garbage, we can talk about it. But if I know <laughs> if it's garbage, I know it's garbage I'm not it's going to awesome. <laughs> you speak on it. You know, if That's I know a it's wild trash, quote. I think Actually, I have, I have the I have right a, prediction. Call me Daniel Raven. So <laughs> I have a theory that the um artist with that one mega hit is like comparable to a child star in acting. Like you look at like Lil Nas X. Like, no, not one mega hit, but one mega accidental hit. Like, nobody knew this was about to pop off, and now it's, like, everywhere. Like, Tekka, Lil Nas X. There's probably, like, a whole bunch more examples that I just can't think of. Designer, Panda. Like, they just get thrown into, like, a whole realm that, like, there's no way they can replicate it. They might come close like, to, like, the second one, but after that, it's done. Because niggas don't be ready, brother. Like, they so you're saying that in terms of... <clears throat> You're saying that in terms of the Disney child star comparison, yeah, in terms like of they can't grow out of that image. You, like they can't grow out of that image, or you just like fall Macaulay off. Like Macaulay can never do something as good as Home Alone. So like the rest of his career, he's going to be getting shed on by like his first performance ever. Like designer can never I mean, make another panda. He got shed on the rest of his career. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think there's a potential? Reasons. Do you think there's a potential? See, I think. That's what I. Th- that's how I feel about Baby Keem. I feel like Baby Keem is going to be our Zendaya. He's going to go from Shake It Up to winning Emmys for Euphoria in terms of like he came on the scene with Orange Soda. Like bitch, sit on my face. I attacked that. Like really bullshit ass lyrics blowing up on TikTok. Really, but like if you've heard Honest off his last project, like I think he's in a direction to where he can make some real substantial substance filled like music. You know. Um, yeah, well, I, I think I, I think like it's possible. Soda I think it's possible. Got, like, huge. He might have like like if Orange Soda would have got crazy like Ransom did. I feel like, like huge, looking huge. at Baby Keem a whole in a whole another light. Like pro- I feel like that's right. just not fair. Like uh, I mean, Lil Tech is probably gonna eat for the rest of his life off Ransom, but I just don't think he will probably ever 
live up to ransom, which is kind of sad when you think about it. I think yeah, I think I think you definitely highlighted an important point that that situation happens to like probably a majority of artists now, as compared to like the early two thousands, to where like growth was your whole thing. Like you weren't expected to have some fire fire shit off of it. But um, ransom, ransom. Oh, there you go. That was that's not how it goes. At all. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's how his song goes, bro. Do we honest, get any other new music this week? Um, Moneybag. Chance came into my room and like talking about this money bag. He was like, "Money bag slept on." I was like, "What? Yes." He, he was like, "Yeah." Chance thinks every southern artist has slept on. I didn't see. I didn't see. Those guys do exact words. He's been he doing it for credit. a while. I don't get his credit. <laughs> He don't get his credit. So I mean, not he don't get his credit, but he don't get that Cold same Red line. Like, like he pretty, he's pretty consistent. Uh, I did listen to Cold Red. Um, it was something cool. It was probably like outside of the Brent, the best shit to grace our ears this weekend. But um, so yeah, I checked it out. Little Black Youngster. It's always nice to see him around. I thought the cover art was hard. It's kind of funny. I don't know what the fuck Black Youngster's holding, but it's interesting. Uh. Yeah, you know, a little 13 checks, 39 minutes, not too crazy. Uh, yeah. In-depth reviews, Chance Morris, thank you so much. <laughs> I gave These it a quick really listen. be ripping in there, nigga, man. Well, you're not a Southern nigga, so you don't, you know. I fuck with, I fuck with Moneybag, Moneybag hard. So. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I listen to it. Again, it's a little too much energy for me. I'm good off that. Um... The production was wild. 42 Doug feature. Beautiful. Um, Wait, that was my question. Is yeah. 42 Doug the top feature of the year? Like, every year there's always, like, one rapper that's, sent, like, I think Cole Amen. was the top feature of, like, 2018 or whatever. I, I, I give it. I Drive 27. Bro, 42. I know this is going to sound so biased, and, of course, we should give it to 42 because he's just, like, new or whatever, but... Man, I still got Future as being on one of the best feature runs of the year. Like, nah. Yeah. Other than Pardon Me, mm, yeah, Pardon that's a wild Me. Take. He had the um Janae. He had, he had the Janae. Okay. He, he was he had Tiana Taylor. He was on the he was on the Wanna album. He was on the nah, uh, the Wanna wasn't a standout. None of those were really standouts though. I don't think no, not first, the first three that's we not, named but was that's happiness over everything was like that's not that's not my favorite song. The one bro, the feature, uh, the best feature artist shit is never supposed. The feature artist, the best feature artist, that's their whole thing. They're never supposed to stand out. They're supposed to just be consistent across a number of mediums. And this nigga future thought, has been going I stupid. Pardon me was an incredible feature. Considering the I mean, fact that future also dropped a solo album. Who? I gotta give it to four too. I mean, he did oh. it a lot. He he did it I on you that said Cash Page project. He did it <laughs> twice. He literally he literally gave Lil Baby probably both the two biggest and you know two of the best songs on his whole project with his feature. Uh, he delivered uh, here on this project, and he has a few more. Uh, he had a nice feature on Big Sean's project. Yep, exactly. So he had the Uzi best feature was... on that whole goddamn song. I have to give it to to Forty Two. I give it the Young Thug. He's up there. Forty two would be. I think in I the top three. Young Thug sure. get the best feature for this year. What Young Thug was on? He had like yeah, I don't know what Thug was incredible on. features on Gucci. No, yeah. Do you want me to name him or? No, it's I mean, just those were young cool. Thug. Those it were just, cool. He slept on because Young Thug always go with it. So it's like he don't he had, really be standing out. He had two out. of the best features on one of which is a good 
Very good album. That's what I'm saying. But he don't be standing out. Man, when I Future had the best like, feature. I already on assume excellence. Like it's like it's like a heart. It's like Future was also on the Pop Smoke features album. Features is like a group full of Harvard students. Like I don't get wild <laughs> when I'm on Harvard campus and I see Harvard students. Like nigga, this is what I expected. You know, that's Young Thug for me. I also think Young Thug is about to body Travis on this upcoming single, which is why I don't know why Travis is associating himself next to Young Thug on his single. But I guess we can get into upcoming music. Travis Scott has the franchise dropping. I told you guys he was starting a new rollout for something. That's a project. No, nah, it's a lead single. I'm predicting. And he also so sicko um, mode version 3.0. I don't know. He <laughs> he also um got past the whole bundle rules. Um, while he was doing the McDonald's merch, there was an option to um add on the franchise single for 69 cents, and that is how Travis Scott has got past the bundle. And this single will probably debut number one because of that. That's crazy, yo. This man here. And look, and this is the time, man. I've been shitting on this motherfucker all year. But this this one, this is this is officially a part of the rollout. So when I get on here and I'm shitting on it, Taj Money, I want you to know it comes from a good place and it's justified, okay? Look at you. Not even being that objective. Way, you're you're that ready way to you shit on be, I mean, the fact that he's... Uh, bundling it up and McDonald's Happy Meals, it, uh, it makes me but this sad. Is, he's doing it better. He's doing it the right way. Like it's an optional addition to add though, on the album for more. Mo- it's not sneaky. That's not it's sneaky. The not sneaky shit known. is where you automatically but, get an album when you buy a T-shirt. That's the shit yeah, that they. You, want you have to, to actually click that you want to add the song for sixty nine cents. It's you not like you automatically get. You don't automatically stream the song. I wish the fucking McDonald's counter person would. And do you want to add Travis Scott's new single for it? Sixty nine cents to a Travis. You're not ordering the single. You don't order the single at the fucking the single in the drive through. It's when you buy the McDonald's merch. <laughs> and I need that extra sauce on my 10-piece nugget. Well, y'all give me one sauce, bitch, and I won't even buy that. They ain't about to buy the goddamn Travis Scott single that I'm going to get for free on my streaming service. Got me fucked up. But he's smart, though. If you're already willing to go out out of your way to purchase the Travis Scott, um, or or should I say the goddamn Quarter Pounder Man, meal. Future was on the uh, Burner Boy album. Add barbecue sauce. Then go for it. I don't know. It better be good, Taj Money. I'm excited. This for, is I mean, my guy Thug too, and, but Thug I'm scared. Travis I'm not excited. Never missed on a collab. Like I don't think either one has ever like not mm-hmm. showed up. Which one? Mm-hmm. Name me one. Name me one, please. Mm-hmm. Snowfall was a success. Um, pick up the phone was a success. Um, Out West was a success. Recently. Exactly. They are all pretty successful. But that was all because of Young Thug, though. Like young no, Hot was a success. The Travis Hot remix was fire. Uh, I would have damn Taj Money finally got a right theory. I would I'm agree pissed. that I would agree that Young Thug outperforms Travis on each song, but it's not like Travis is getting washed on any of them. He's holding his own at least. I don't know on Out West. I only remember Thug. I don't even remember what the hell Travis said on that whole song. On what? Pick up the phone. Out West. Like what the hell was Travis? I didn't. Oh no, they're Travis all they're all straight up. They're all they're all three of them are thug songs. Pick up the phone is a straight up thug song. Snowfall, I'll give that to Travis, but Skyfall. Skyfall. What did I say? Snowfall. Taj Money said, yeah. "Get it correct, bitch." <laughs> we said, "You know that's my stand." It's Skyfall. It's Skyfall. Track seven on uh, Days Before Rodeo. <laughs> it's Skyfall. Skyfall featuring Travis Scott, featuring Jumped Up. Oh, they did have Maria. I'm drunk. Yeah, I'm on board with Taj's theory. Yeah, I mean, but this is also 2020. We're getting a 2020 Travis Scott, so 
I think yeah, it might be possible. some. It might be some cut. He could give us some hot garbage because that's what he's been doing for the the entirety of the year. Hot so. garbage. Hot garbage. Another, <clears throat> another interesting club. Apparently, Bryson is dropping a song with the weekend. Mm. Sounds like two goats sound. to me. We'll see what happens. Sounds like two goats. Two goats. It to sounds me. like a carry to me. <laughs> this man just has hate going through his blood. This don't even sound like a good song, bro. Like, where is stop, yo? The this is the that's the that's the most though. insane. Where's that? I don't want insane. that collab in twenty twenty. This nigga just a, said Bryson Tiller in the weekend. Times of isn't up good. Bryson Tiller. Like, oh, I don't man. want Starboy Weekend times washed up dad. You, Bryce you like that? You like that Dave Chappelle sketch where it's like a whole bunch of niggas and they're just chanting hate, like hate, 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 and they just hate on everything. That's really you. Exactly. You belong in that sketch. <laughs> like, how I'm can sorry, you see the weekend right, right. and Bryson Tiller and seem honest. and seem? How do you seem like on I'm like? Being what's the fucking I'm word? Just hopeful, unhopeful. How are you exactly. not hopeful for a Bryson being, Tiller and Weekend record? It's the record? same thing with Travis and Thug. Like, if you told me about this collab in 2015, 2016, 2017, I'm like, yeah. But now it's just like, man, I don't really give a shit. Like, cause Travis not holding up his end of the bargain. And Man, this nigga was I mean, but we'll, damn near we'll about to fucking busting his pants shit. over a I Scott's really collab. But I really don't with... hate Bryson. <laughs> I was about to bust in my pants over the Scott's collab. Get <laughs> out of here. But, but, but he don't want to hear the weekend. But he don't want to hear Bryson Tiller in fucking the weekend. I said I was being facetious, facetious. Just poking fun at something like being, being like, you know, being a dick, but not, but not really meaning it. I don't really know how to do it. No, you're a dick and you mean it. You mean it? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm gonna give it a listen. So hopefully it's good. All right, any more? Bryson Tiller, music? don't bring me that trap soul shit. Bring some new flavors. Um, not that I can think of. Uh, oh, Two Chains. Two Chains is dropping an album. This one does not have LeBron James and Ring it. Um, Fly. I think it's just Thank called you. So Help. So Help Me God. Uh, I'm personally excited. I don't think Kanye you. <laughs> I'm weak. Uh, you guys might not know I'm a huge like I'm a two chain stand low key. I, I mean we talked about it during the um during the versus battle. I was rocking with two chains, but I'm really excited for the album. For I feel like two so chains. Bad. I feel like two chains is one of the albums that or two chains is one of the artists that hasn't really missed with a project. Other than that last LeBron James, yeah, I didn't one, like his one, last project two. that much. But the one before that, like even that Wayne project, Collie Grove, I thought that shit was amazing like really really amazing like maybe the most slept on album of that year uh you know what i'm talking about where they had like their faces split yeah, on the cover it was a, it was a project. um i just think it was so slept on overshadowed um and then you look at that pink two chains project uh pretty girls love trap music i think that might have been top five albums of the year um in a year where hella people were dropping so um, I'm excited for Two Chains. I feel like he's makes good music. I don't really know what's been up with dude. I don't know if he's still affiliated with good music at all. Um, but I'm excited for the album. I don't think that's really the only thing I saw on my radar this week. Last words, last words, last words. An artist don't sign the label. Stay independent. Chance American businessman. Last words. Um, just be smart with y'all contracts, man. If y'all need some help, come to me. Uh, all right. I have no advice for artists other than Lucky. I was promised the album. My mental health is deteriorating at a rapid rate. This is true. I need that album. I really need it, Lucky. If you somehow tune into this album, please drop it. I mean, this podcast, please drop that album so I can continue my education. 
chance to give us your unheard artist. Man, we play him many times, but rightfully so. I'm gonna play my guy, uh, 4,000, 4,000 Michael. Uh, that was in the loop. Podcast over, dog.